Hey, what's up? This is Eva Shaw, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. Eva, I'm so glad we can finally connect and talk about this new record. And this is quite the masterpiece for a debut album. Like you kind of like did it all. (laughs) Uh, Not only just 27 tracks, but every track I feel like is literally a single. And you kind of introduced me to a lot of new vocalists, a lot of new rappers. Um, And your production has definitely evolved in the last couple of years. So uh, congratulations with Solo. And I want to like talk about like that creative process. Like what initially kickstarted that process for you? Well, thank you, first of all. Um, It's definitely like each song, like you said, is very different. So I think that what I really wanted to do is sort of cater to different types of listeners and, and also experiment for myself, just like where can I go with this project and, and what can I do in terms of sounds that to not make it really feel like it's the same style, every track. So like, I wanted it to be cohesive, but at the same time, I didn't want it to be like the same track over and over again. Whereas like, I think most people with albums sort of have like a similar sound the whole time. And this one, I sort of, I tried to arrange the tracks so that it kind of told a story a little bit. And so if you listen to it from like front to end, you can kind of, it still makes sense, even though the tracks are so different. So yeah, it was a lot of work because it's 27 songs. And um, like you said, so many new artists on there. I did a lot of like research and just looking up on Spotify, like different playlists and finding people that I thought sounded cool. And then kind of like, I started making beats that I thought certain people would like. And then I would get like one rapper on one verse or like a hook or something. And then I would find someone else that I thought would sound good with them. So aside from just making the music, the actual process of putting the whole thing together, as you can imagine with that many artists was like very time consuming. I imagine like it's, it's hard to also keep, uh, keep being motivated. Like, yeah, this is something that you're passionate about, but I feel like being able to be inspired every single time, 27 tracks is a lot of tracks to, to release all at once. So for you, as you were working on, on the production side, as you were working on these beats and instrumentals, um, how did you keep it so fresh each and every time? I think the fact that I did take my time with it, um, I sort of like in the beginning of the decided that I wanted to make an album so I took my time over the, which was very long now. Like I haven't been touring since it's like 2019. So like, it seems like not that long ago, but I feel like I had a lot more time just because I wasn't flying in and out all the time. And I think that if I, if I had have been on tour, like usual, I probably would come back and be like really tired and, you know, it probably would have taken longer or been like a shorter project, but in terms of being like motivated there's definitely days that you know you're not as into it or you're just you know not in the mood and then those times I usually just try to like not work on it um and just kind of go do my thing or to go like play basketball or something and just to get my like reset because you can't I don't think you can just work on music 24 7 I mean I almost do but I think you you need like a little bit of a break, you know, like I, I like galleries, I like art and um, I, I like doing other things other than just music. So I think having those other interests kind of keep me inspired and also just like having so many different artists I'm talking to. That's like 
every day I can get a different energy from somebody else, even if we're not like physically in person. And I think just having other people that I'm communicating with really helped a lot. What was the process of getting everyone together and being able to record these tracks? Uh, that's, that's a lot of uh, people that you had to be accountable for during this entire time. Um, did you feel like it was an easy process for you or did you feel like it was a challenge trying to make sure everybody's schedules kind of worked out in order to record the tracks and the verses and everything? I mean, a lot of the, the artists I didn't actually record myself because a lot of it was in like 2020 and then, you know, every day that came by, like, and then aside from just ha- having people from so many different places, um, like I, I have a lot of Canadian artists on there, but there's also like people in Atlanta and Washington and kind of like all over the place. So I definitely didn't fly around to record everyone. Um, a lot of rappers have their own like vocal engineers and stuff. So I was pretty lucky in the sense that I could kind of direct it from afar and um, communicate with their like engineers. And some rappers actually record themselves. Like Boslin is one and Kofi. They're both really good at recording themselves and even having their vocals sound great already, which is makes it way easier for me. And then, um, yeah, just them sending it over and then me adjusting it and kind of like moving stuff around and changing the beat and like adding other rappers and stuff. And I think the complicated thing was kind of like remembering who I already showed like the new version to. So like I would record somebody and then get another rapper and then like forget to show them that there was like another artist on there. So sometimes (laughs) rappers would be like, wait, like who else is on it? Like who's this guy? And um, just like organizing, I think was really complicated. I also love that uh, not only are you already super busy with the production side of it, but you kind of sprinkled some of your vocals throughout this record. Um, What was that like for you? And were you able to just, uh, was, did it feel like it was just added pressure adding your vocals to it? Or was that, that's just something natural for you? Um, I, I think I started writing my own vocals because first of all, sometimes it was because I, I didn't have like a complete song. So I would only have like a minute or something like that, or just like one verse. And then I'm kind of like, okay, I need to like fill this in with something. And if I just couldn't find the right person or that I'd maybe just wanted to try it with myself, that happened a few times on like some of the chanty things. Like I was frustrated with certain things and then I wanted to express myself lyrically about those frustrations, which I think being an artist, partly why you create art is to express how you feel and, and um, doing that with vocals and writing is so much different than just doing it with music because you can like literally say what you're trying to say. So yeah, I think it was a combination of like just needing to have something else or like another dynamic, like in bust down, I'm, I'm doing the little chant, like bust, bust, bust down. Um, and that was just like, I felt like there should be a female vocal there and it was just easier if I did it. (laughs) So what would you say is your proudest uh, track on this record? Um, I, I really like Paranoid, the last track, because, um, first of all, my dad's playing guitar, which is really cool. Um, so sick. Yeah, he, he's, he was a musician and I mean, he still is, but not professionally. And, um, it's just so awesome to be able to work with your, somebody in your family 
and I'm trying to get him to kind of like get back into music and stuff. Um, Should take him on tour. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I would love to do like some live in the studio kind of thing where like I'm playing the beat and he's like playing the guitar or something. That would be really cool. Um, but yeah, I think also that track was just so difficult because I changed it so many times. And I mean, you can tell with like the beat switch ups. Sometimes I do this like beat switch up thing in the tracks. Um, first of all, because I, I just like it. I'm a big fan of uh, Travis Scott and Mike Dean, his producer. And he does that a lot. Um, Travis Scott does that a lot. And um, I, I also do it because sometimes I have like two separate vocals from different rappers and like it's like a different key or like bpm or something and then i'm trying to like mash them together <laughs> so i'm like why don't we just start the track out this way and then i'll just change the beat so that both vocals can fit together so yeah <laughs> you basically made some surgery during this process <laughs> the whole thing the whole thing is one giant surgery <laughs> <laughs> now for me i can't honestly like pick a favorite song like it's so difficult because every track is so different every tr every track is like really good but I do have to admit that you've introduced me to a new artist uh Chris the Spirit and I'm like so hooked on his sound um yeah. so thank you for doing that like that that's what I love about like music that like I might be a fan of yours but like you might introduce me to someone else who now I am also a fan you know like yeah. and I love that you're pretty much doing this with this record like you're giving so many artists an opportunity to be heard in a different in a different kind of sound or a different kind of style a different kind of way yeah I mean I think that's part of it too is I started my own label Matt Fatty which um it, it's more like a production company I guess like we are a label as well but I, I would say like more of a we're producers and uh, Chris the Spirit is one of those rappers that uh we signed just because he's so talented and I feel like part of the album like it's really a collaboration it's not just me it is my album and it's my curation but um at the same time like I I wanted all the artists to be as involved as possible and make it feel like it's also their music and that's why like I'm always mentioning their names and stuff as well um because they're you know they're carrying half the track and um sometimes some of them were not super keen or not comfortable with how I was directing it because they're used to like being able to say how they want their music to sound to a producer and um, the producer kind of doing what, what they're curating. So I think for some of them, it was a little bit like, wait, this isn't really my style. So I'm not sure if I like this yet, but after the project was out, like all of them were just like super into it and like, yeah, no, you were right. It's kind of, I kind of push them out of their comfort zone a little bit, I think. Um, and I think you, it's great to do that as an artist, to just try something different. Speaking of comfort zone, like what was that transition going from like being a DJ electronic music to now like producing this like incredible, like 27 track record? Um, I mean, I'm still a DJ and I'm going to go back on tour again. So I, I still consider myself like a, an electronic artist, um, even though it's more, hip hop leaning. I still am doing like G house and, and different types of dance music as well. So I think like my live shows are going to be a little bit more um, live <laughs> instead of just DJing. So like, I'd like to do some vocals on stage and have some more rappers come on stage with me instead of just kind of like being behind the decks. Um, 
but I'm still kind of developing what that show is going to be right now. Um, just because the music is so different. And I was doing so much like big room music before that it was like not a lot of vocals. Although in my DJ sets before I did play a lot of hip hop already. So I would kind of like mash up um, my own bootlegs of like rap and then it would go into like an EDM drop. So I'm definitely um, still in the electronic world. So I don't know if it's like that much different other than I'm, I guess I'm doing more like music videos and I feel like I'm more of like an artist now than before. Well, this is, this is an incredible record. And again, I'm glad that I'm glad that you introduced me to it. Um, I'm looking forward to more material from you before we do close during this entire project. Um, I know you mentioned what some of the challenges were, but was there a particular track that you felt like was giving you the biggest like headache just to, just to try either getting the artists in or, or just getting it finalized and which one was it and why? Um, I think Easter Island was definitely the most complicated. And that is one of my favorite ones as well. Um, we were talking about favorite tracks. Easter Island and Outside as well are really a couple of my favorites. Um, but yeah, Easter Island was complicated because it started off as an entirely different song. It was called Ordinary Thug. And it was it was with Pressa still. Um, and we, we recorded that together in Toronto before the and then um, it just like I kept changing the beat on it and but with the same vocals. And then I finally got the music to a place that I was happy with. And then Pressa didn't like his vocals anymore. <laughs> so he was kind of like, I want to record something else on it. And so he recorded like new vocals, but not a full song. So again, back to the surgery <laughs> of these tracks. I had to kind of piece it together because I had some new press of vocals, which were great, which didn't go on the other beat. And then I still needed another rapper to kind of like finish the, the track. So um, I was working with Thousand Band Fani a lot at the, at the time. And um, so, yeah, I just had to get Fani to record something. And I literally pieced that together over like, I think two years, that song. It was just really hard. And then, of course, the labels and managers, everyone has an opinion and, you know, everyone has wants to see, like, how many followers the other artist has and if they're, you know, up to their standards and stuff. So it's just this whole, like, trying to convince people that, you know, um, to do it. But everybody liked it at the end. And finally, everyone was like, this track is great now. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> like, we got it. So many, so many politics, but I, I just don't know how you kept it together. Like, I, I think I would have like gone crazy just trying to remember who's doing what and what's going where. <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty organized. Like my computer's not organized with my music, which I have to work on, but my notes are organized. So I had like, I knew which song is which and like what I had to get done and just reminding people like, Hey, can you send it today? And it was a lot of like micromanagement to make it yeah. happen. But I think when you want to do something so bad, you just push through it. And it was definitely worth it. I think. Yeah. It's a masterpiece. So congratulations with that. And uh, Eva, again, thank you so much for introducing me to the record. Uh, thank you for taking the time to talk to me. I'm sure the next time you and I get together, we'll be in person and yeah. it'll be super dope. So um, awesome. thank you again. Yeah. Thanks for having me. 
Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.